bankruptcy, divorce laws, disability, probate, there are so many classes on the path to practicing law. Unfortunately, most schools fail to instruct you on the business of law. This is Solo De Facto, a show dedicated to discovering the success secrets that exist in the reality of running a solo practice. My goal is to find the one thing that separates each guest from the rest to give you practical solutions to create a thriving firm. Solo De Facto is sponsored by Back Office Betty's, trusted virtual legal receptionist. In today's episode, my guest is going to be sharing the number one thing you must do before investing a penny into SEO. John Henson is joining me from Charlotte, North Carolina. John is the incredible administrative director and marketing manager of Spotlight Branding, a content marketing company that helps law firms stand out with results-driven marketing. John, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I am super excited about our topic today. It's something near and dear to my heart. Um, before we get uh, started, though, go ahead and share with our listeners how Spotlight Branding is helping law firms. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we are a marketing company, uh, first and foremost, but I think one of the things that really makes us different is that we do not have any service offerings that deal directly with SEO. I think um, there's a, it's just this weird phenomenon that's been happening over the last decade where once Google became really prominent and search engines became really prominent, every marketing company just shifted their focus over to that as if that was just suddenly the holy grail of marketing. And there's, you know, we looked at it and that just wasn't the case. You know, a lot of people ended up being frustrated. A lot of people, you know, law firm owners, especially, they just bounce from SEO company to SEO company. And the common complaint is that they just don't deliver what they promised, you know, and a lot of these companies will promise, Hey, we'll get you on page one. And they often don't do that, which then leads to frustration. And this just overall negative feeling towards marketing in general. And our goal is to try to reverse that feeling and to really show that that does work and has to, and nothing to do with search engines. Totally. I feel like I was sold that snake oil uh, and it put such a bad taste in my mouth ever since because at yeah. that stage of my business, the, you know, $1,500 a month, I think I was pretty small at that point, but still it, that could have done so much more just focused on ads or something else. So, um, yeah, I, I get it. I wouldn't spend a penny on SEO without doing this one thing that you guys are incredibly good at. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you today is because you guys put focus first on content writing. And I think it's such an overlooked part of the marketing strategy. And can you just help impress upon our listeners why this is so important? Yeah, it's, it's the first and the biggest way that people are going to be engaging with your law firm, you know, um, you know, like you've talked about before, you know, whether it's uh, someone who's answering the phones, you know, one of the things that they can do is, uh, you know, if they're not ready to make a decision, if the person on the other end is not ready to make a decision yet, they can easily, you know, your receptionist can refer them to a piece of content, a lead magnet of some sort that that person can go download and learn more about the firm, really get warmed up along that funnel and we get closer to making a hiring decision. But in the, in a bigger picture sort of way, um, content, like I said, is going to be the way people engage with your firm. When they look you up online and they get to your website, they're going to be reading what's on your website. They're going to be reading your blogs. They're going to be watching your videos. They're going to be checking you out on social media and seeing what you're posting there. And so it's not just that you create content, it's the kind of content that you are creating. 
Um, and, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of attorneys really tend to focus on a lot of self promotion, and a lot of hey, look at this thing that we did. Look at this other thing that we did. Look at how great we are. And that you know, while that has some value, if that's the only thing you're doing, it can really turn a lot of people off. And so, what we really encourage the the approach of get give out really good evergreen solid just information, you know, answer the questions that your audience has, what's keeping them up at night, what are they worried about, at least from a legal perspective. And if you're answering those questions, and you're doing it well, you're elevating yourself as the expert, and you're making it making yourself the clear choice for who they should go to to solve that legal issue. Absolutely. And it seems like if you're writing good content that some of those keywords that the SEO guys are going to be talking to you about anyways, they're just naturally going to be in those pieces, right? Right. Yeah. And they are going to naturally show up. And to that point, and I'm glad you brought that up. One of the things that really annoys me specifically is just how SEO writing reads. You know, if you go to a website and it's real obvious when you find it, because It'll say like personal injury attorney in Houston, Texas, like five different times in that page. And it sounds terrible. It doesn't read very well at all. Um, and one of the things I've actually done on our social media, I started this series where I've gone to websites and I'm reading really bad examples of SEO and just really highlighting how bad it sounds. And that's what you're going to get if your target audience are, is like the little Google crawler bots. But if your audience and you're writing for the human beings that are actually going to end up hiring your firm, it sounds and flows and reads so much better. And you're just going to naturally get those keywords in with your writing. Absolutely. And I didn't realize that, you know, the ability to write like direct response, copy and mm -hmm. copywriting. And I didn't know that this was an art and it's a skill set and that I can't just throw up a website and put some some great keywords out there and make it all happen. Yeah. Um, you know, like, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think you've got a pretty good team of people who specialize in just this being able to write in this style that converts people. Yeah. So one of the things that really uh, made it conceptualized for us was the book Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Um, if you have not read that book, I highly recommend you, your listeners, anyone out there to check that book out because it really frames how you write copy, whether it's a blog post or whether it's even just the tagline and the imagery on your website. Um, basically, the, the short version is that the big mistake in terms of copywriting that business owners, especially lawyers make, is that they make themselves the hero of the story, when in reality, your client should be the hero of the story. And if you make that switch, then it makes all of the content that you create that much better. So, it, you know, the, the role then that you play as the attorney, you become sort of the guide. Instead, you become Yoda, you become Gandalf. You know, you are the one who shows up and you see the hero of the story, they have a problem, and you are there to help them overcome that problem. You are not the one that's overcoming the problem. And so that's, for us, that's where a lot of things changed, where all of a sudden now our audience is the hero, and, and we're helping them get to that point. And so that's where writing that copy really becomes so, so much more effective, because you're making that emotional connection at that point. And, and it really um, helps your, your audience conceptualize like, oh, okay, well, this person understands me. 
they, they're actually the ones that can help me. And, and I think I can hire them to get me through this. Got it. So instead of like, Hey, we're the divorce experts. We've been doing this forever. It's more like talking about here's your story. You're feeling uncertain right now. You don't know what the future holds and we're going to take you through this, you know, as your guide and, yeah. and have you coming out on the other side and then painting the picture of what that looks like once mm-hmm. they come out of the darkness, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like it. And it's a better story. I mean, who doesn't love to hear stories? Right. I always say facts, tell stories, sell. Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. You know, yeah, and that's why person, don't bullet point it, tell a story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why, you know, look, you can have a page on your website that shows all of your case results. That's fine. But don't make that the focal point of your content, make the, that emotional connection, you know, really show off how you're going to get your hero, your clients from point A to point B and, and really help them, help them sleep at night, help them get over the fears that they're having, that they're coming to you with. That's fantastic. So for some bad examples, you said you were doing some episodes. Where can we find those? Yeah, they're all over our social media right now. So um, our Instagram page, we're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, LinkedIn, at Spotlight Lawyer. You guys are fantastic. Uh, You are the cobblers who have great shoes um, because you guys have great content and you have such a good uh, resource library. What kind of goodies can we discover um, at the spotlightbranding.com forward slash solo. Yeah. So, you know, we have a ton of great resources there. Like you mentioned, um, all of it again is just, we want to be able to give you a lot of great information. You know, we're, we're really trying to take that role of the guide, you know, like I mentioned with the story brand. And so, um, a lot our most popular ones, you know, for, for lack of a better word is, um, definitely to check out our anti SEO report. Um, that really goes into a lot of the details about why SEO doesn't exactly end up working out the way a lot of those other marketing companies say, and it kind of shows what you should do instead. Uh, another one, um, that's, also been really popular is our ideal client checklist. And what that basically means is you can't really know who you're marketing to if you don't have some sort of concept of who your audience is. And this is just a really basic checklist and helps you create um, sort of that avatar of who your ideal client is. And if you can create some of those profiles, some of those avatars, and really focus your marketing towards those, um, you know, real or imaginary people, it really helps you focus in on attracting the kinds of clients and the kinds of work that you actually really want to be doing. I think that's so important. And I want to touch on that. That's a problem that I've actually faced very recently. I had a sales gal, uh, one of my team members come to me and she said, I want to make this work. And it's, you know, uh, we really build our services. And are you for me? My question is, are we building a service that's great for a solo or a small Mm -hmm. law firm? In this case, the answer was no. And I didn't do the checklist. I didn't have the avatar. And so I really can't blame her for not wanting to sell to anyone and everyone. So we kind of sat down and had to go through that checklist, create the avatar so much as, you know, we're putting a picture to it, something she can print out and keep on her desk to say, am I talking to, you know, Andy avatar? If not, that might not be for me. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, look, to be honest, you know, especially when you have a sales team and they're very driven by, you know, bringing in money and making that commission, you know, they want to sell to everybody and they want to bring in as much business as they can. And, you know, bigger picture, you know, it, 
on, on, on the surface, that might make a lot of sense. Well, if you're opening your doors to everyone, that's going to be your easiest way to stream in revenue. But the, the truth of the matter is, when your audience is everybody, everybody's also your competition. But mm-hmm. narrowing down, especially like, you know, your business has what we have done, where we're focusing on solo and small firm attorneys. Now we're cutting out a lot of that noise. And we're also specializing and we're, we're making ourselves be seen as the experts. And so, you know, if you're an attorney out there and you're practicing quote unquote door law, where you're just taking every case that comes through the door, that goes to that point, you know, everyone's your competition, but if you niche down, take a practice area, maybe one, maybe two practice areas. Now you're cutting out a lot of your competition and you're also elevating yourself. And depending on, you know, the practice area that you serve and the size of the market that you're in, you may not even have any more competition at that point. And so now you're the one that people want to work with. The, the, your rates aren't going to be as much of a haggling point. It's not going to be a, you know, a pain point for people. They're going to be willing to pay those expert level rates because you're the guy, you're the gal who does that that thing that they need help with. Absolutely. Um, what are you most excited about? What's going on over there at Spotlight Branding right now? Well, I, you know, I, I can tell you right now, the thing that I'm super excited about is this room that I'm in right now. This is literally a brand new room that we just rolled out. This is the first time I've recorded in it. It's the first time it's being used, but this is our content lounge. You know, we are really investing in the belief that content is only going to get more and more and more important um, as as the world goes on. You know, if you think about, you know, not just going back to the pandemic, but just we're so bombarded with information on a constant basis, whether we're on our phones, scrolling through social media, billboards, radio advertisements, you know, everything. Content's just there. And if you're not in that, in that stream of content, you're going to be losing losing out on business, and so we have built out this room here in our office. Um, you know, we've got this nice. You know, these are these are soundproofing pads right here on this side for those who are able to watch on video. Got a nice screen that can show the, the logo of the show that we're recording on. But then this wall right here, this white brick wall, we can record videos against that. There's another wall over here that you can record against with a marker board, and there's just all kinds of great stuff in here. And so I'm really excited excited about that. We are diving fully into content production and, you know, that, that whole notion that good content is going to elevate you as the expert, but also keep you top of mind and keep me, you know, making sure that you're reminding people of who you are and what you do so that those referrals and, and that word of mouth and that top of mind awareness continue to come in and, and you're getting as much as you can possibly get. I think uh, you touched on something that's hot right now, which is video. Yeah. It's got to be part of the package, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, if you think about um, video, it's, it's probably, if you, can, if you can get over any sort of camera shyness that you have, and I get it, it's, it's really hard to see yourself on camera and not get really self-critical about it. And so I, I totally understand that hesitation there. But if you can get into a space where you can create like one or two videos a month, those can become what, what we call pillar content. And you can actually take that and multiply it out among different formats, um, different mediums, and you can create like 50 different pieces of content out of a single video. 
you know, so like you can rip the audio and now we have a podcast here. So, you know, we're recording this podcast We we can see each other. There's a video element to it, but it's also going to be an audio version as well. Um, if you're doing a solo video, you can get the audio transcribed and now you have a blog post and then you can take all of those things and now you can create several different social media posts out of it. Grab some inspirational quotes or some, some really good points that you made. You can create graphics out of that. That can be part of your Instagram presence along with the rest of your social media presence. So, so much, so much that you can do with just a single video that can really take your marketing way up to the next level. That is incredible and a great tip. Uh, you're a very busy man getting a lot done over there. What do you yeah. do for fun when you're not helping lawyers? <laughs> so I, I am, I think I'm equally as busy outside. So one of my hobbies is writing books. Um, I have actually published 20 books um, just on history, uh, nonfiction, stuff like that. It's just kind of my hobby. Um, whereas I guess everyone else kind of probably goes golfing, goes out, you know, and socializes. Uh, I'm, I'm writing books and, and doing all that. And, um, I also have a, another website that I run where uh, I chronicle all of the waterfalls up along the Appalachian Mountains, mostly here in North Carolina, but in, in several other states as well. So um, a lot of what I'm doing, uh, you know, on the outside is, is heavily influenced by my day-to-day -day job. That's incredible. If I want to find out where some great hiking to some waterfalls are, what's your site? Let's give it a plug. Yeah, it's easywaterfallhikes.com. Pretty self-explanatory. I am not the most um, uh, rugged, outdoorsy person. So, uh, you know, the the baseline for that is if I can do these hikes, uh, just about anyone can. Um, so yeah, easywaterfallhikes.com. That is absolutely my kind of hike. Yes, 100%. Awesome. Before I let you go, how can our viewers connect with you? Yeah. So um, any sort of marketing questions that you have about your marketing strategy, your content, anything, uh, send me an email, john, J-O-H-N at spotlightbranding.com. Uh, you can just check us out uh, in general at spotlightbranding.com. Uh, like Emily mentioned, go to spotlightbranding.com slash solo. Uh, check out our resource library. There's a ton of great information there. I highly recommend you check some of that stuff out. And I will post all the links down below in the show notes to make it easy for you. So awesome. John, thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you're listening and you learned something of value, please share it with a friend. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information, visit our site at solodefacto.com. And remember, smash that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. Solo De Facto is sponsored by Back Office Betty's, trusted virtual legal receptionist, helping you grow your firm one call, one chat, one new client at a time. To discover how they can help you grow your firm, head on over to backofficebetty's.com and mention the Solo De Facto show for an exclusive listener offer.